my Heidi Mike, Tene Hotaka. Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Wallace Chapman here. And today, the latest poll out 3 pm this afternoon, Taxpayers Union Curia poll. See, for the first time in a year, Labour has taken the lead on 35.5%, up 1.1 points. On last month, National is up 0.42, and the Greens hover just above the threshold. We touched on that later. Uh, the group called West Auckland is flooding say that people are displaced, struggling with rent on top of the mortgages that have to be paid they want a solution that after four also. And a reminder of the impartiality requirements. The Public Service Commissioner Peter Hughes is to write to all board chairs of Crown entities. We touch on that ongoing issue. And one group has a reminder today, don't sacrifice public access to private property walls. What's this about? And also on the panel, when handmade chocolate is not as handmade as it might seem, and what is handmade anyway, and does your pet sleep on your bed with you? The jury is out on whether that is a good thing. Do you find it a disgusting habit, your pet sleeping on your bed? Text me, 2101. You can email the panel at rnz.co.nz. With me today, Nikki Pellegrino, author and journalist. Nikki, welcome back. It's been a long time. It's been ages. I'm making a comeback. It's great to have you here. <laughs> Haven't you just put out a novel recently? Next week, six days. Well, maybe five. Soon, anyway. <laughs> it's, it's, it's about Italy? It is. It's called P.S. Come to Italy, and it is my 14th oh, novel. Oh, what a star. I know. I was reading about it, uh, to quite, I was reading the, 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 the title, can you, fall in, can you Fall in Love with Someone You've Never Met? Well, yes. that's, you can... You might want to read that, do you think? No, <laughs> I know the answer. You can't fall in love, love with someone you haven't met. Obvious. Uh, just think? ask just ask the panel. <laughs> well, it's set in Puglia. That's ridiculous. And, and you'll find out whether you can fall in love with someone you've never met. Well, I know the answer. Yeah. You can't. Anyway, um, <laughs> Professor of Chemistry. <laughs> God, what is oh, Honestly, hey, 2101. You need to be more open-minded. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Alan Blackman, Professor of Chemistry, again at AUT. Welcome back. Hi, Wallace. All right. So, uh, Nikki and Alan with me this afternoon. Now, calls for winter or snow tyres to be banned in New Zealand after the coroner's report into a fatal Hawke's Bay crash in 2020 stated concerns about the winter tyres on the car. The Hastings car dealer who put the winter tyres on the car is among those calling for them to be banned in New Zealand. So with us is Jonathan Sergal, the AA Chief Mobility Officer. Jonathan, kia ora. Afternoon, Wallace. Uh, there may be many listening this afternoon who didn't know about the winter tyre issue, including some of our panellists. What's this about? What makes winter tyres more dangerous on most New Zealand roads? Well, uh, as the name implies, they are designed purely for winter, for snow and ice uh, conditions. So uh, 98% of the time uh, in New Zealand, we don't have those conditions. So... Um, the makeup of the actual tyre means that uh, it's uh, designed to kind of break through snow and ice. So they have much uh, wider groove patterns and much softer rubber 
that actually make up the tyres. Now, soft rubber means, uh, and big grooves means that they are a little bit unstable uh, on you know, most of New Zealand tarmac roads in the middle of summer. So that's the issue, is they're being used, uh, if winter tyres are on your vehicle most of the, the time in New Zealand, they're being used in the wrong conditions. Oh dear, oh, I know panel have questions, but so the, 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 the issue is here, Jonathan, that you might end up uh, buying a car, it may well have winter tyres, that's an issue. Yes. Absolutely, um, and that's something that uh, the Automobile Association is, is very keen to make sure that people know what's, uh, what tyres you have on your vehicle. They are quite easily uh, spotted on, on tyres. They will always have a little mountain and a snowflake imprinted on the sidewall. Oh, OK, so good. A, a quick visual check of the sidewall, you'll be able to know if they're a winter tyre or not. Well, that's really good public advice, isn't it, Nikki? I'm wondering if we've got any idea how common they are, how many how many cars out there are going around with these tyres on them. Yeah, look, it's, uh, it's more prevalent in New Zealand because we bring in a lot of used vehicles from Japan. Japan has uh, some pretty mountainous areas. So this is kind of where uh, this all started, with vehicles coming in from Japan um, and being put onto the road here with these winter tyres. They are not overly common to be perfectly honest um, and you know the numbers of cars coming in from Japan uh, are much less than they have been in the last few years so uh, we don't know we can't give you an exact uh, kind of figure as to how big the scale is here but uh, it's it's not prevalent uh, it's more an exception rather than the rule. Uh-huh. Yeah, <clears throat> Jonathan, can um, people get a warrant of fitness for these cars with winter tyres on them? Yes, they can, because ah. they are perfectly legal to have them on the cars. And the, um, in the middle of summer? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah, you know, yeah. If, if, you, if, you are, if you have winter tyres on, then we strongly suggest that you have uh, a summer set of tyres and you swap them out when you, you know, obviously when the, the weather gets a little bit better. Mm, but yeah. yes, they are road legal, so you can get warrant fitness. Is that an issue? In your opinion, there are some that are calling for tyres to be banned. Yeah, look, it, it's very challenging to uh, to run that process, I guess, if, if they were to be banned, um, because, you know, inspection is a point in time, and it's very easy to swap a tyre over. Um so, you know, we would like to see uh, more awareness of winter tyres, uh, but whether or not we get a ban on here, I'm, I'm not sure that that's uh, practical to be able to, to operate. Right, yeah. So, uh, the, okay, so you can actually spot them by, so that's good, that's really good uh, uh, good information. You can spot them just by that little um, logo on the side of the tyres. But weirdly, I mean, they look, some, some of them said they look safer too, though, right? Because they've got big, deep grooves. They look as if they'd be more roadworthy on any condition. Absolutely. And, uh, and you know, if you were to look at them, you go, oh, well, that's, uh, that tyre's got plenty of life left yeah. in it. These t- these tyres are designed uh, because of the, the use cases to have those big knobbly patterns. Uh, and whereas a normal uh, kind of summer tyre uh, has to have a minimum tread depth of 1.5 millimetres, winter tyres need a minimum tread depth of 4 millimetres. So um, they are quite different in their composition. But yes, just to look at, you'd go, oh, well, that almost looks new. 
Um, it's the use case that's the important thing here. Is there any reason we would need them in New Zealand? Can we not just put chains on our tyres if yeah. we're in the snow? Well, we're, we're, yeah, and that's a, that's a really relevant um, statement because here in New Zealand we've got a lot of four-wheel drive vehicles as well. And uh, generally speaking, if you are um, going up and down, let's say, a ski field access road, you're actually quite used to putting on chains on your vehicle. So, um, and chains you know, are much more effective at cutting through snow and ice than, than winter tyres are by themselves. So you're absolutely right. I think most New Zealanders would agree that uh, a normal summer tyre plus chains is, is ample for ski field access roads and things like that. But, uh, yeah, I go back to the user case here is is very small here in New Zealand for these winter tyres, absolutely. And nice one. <clears throat> surely it would be a lot cheaper as well. You, you know, otherwise, having two sets of tyres, that's, you know, yeah, given the price of tyres, yeah. Good on you, for Jonathan. Sure. Yeah, thank you. Bye. That's, uh, yeah, lovely. Jonathan Sugal there, that is the AA Chief Mobility Officer. Can or should pets sleep on your bed. Uh, I happily cuddle my two cats on my bed, but not the dog, which happily rolls in unspeakable things in the day, says Anne in Tamaki Makoto. <laughs> and can you fall in love with someone you've never met? <laughs> Seems to be an issue. That's Nikki's book. Uh, obviously, well, of course you can't. But um, Ben disagrees. He says, Wallace, I fall in love with you, and, we, <laughs> and we've never met. So that's fair enough. Maybe you've changed my mind, Ben. <laughs> Can you fall in love with someone you've never met? It sounds like a tagline for a big Hollywood well, movie. Well, this is really. Nicky's next book. Yeah, I know, but you know, there's there's the tagline for the movie that's surely going to follow. I'm I'm all on for that. I'm totally there <laughs> I for it. I just can't understand. I'd like to delve more into this. Well, I can't understand so how what, you could. Read the book. Well, if you meet someone <laughs> online and you think you know them, but you only know what the screen shows, what they show you of themselves. That's right. Yeah. So you could fall in love with them. <laughs> no, you couldn't fall in love with them because that's not love, is it? Could you not fall in love with someone you met online and formed a relationship with over Zoom? The movie's been made. It's called Catfish. <laughs> uh, well, yes. But I think you can. People are forming incredibly strong bonds on Zoom these days. I mean, certainly over... You know, when we were all locked up in our houses, mm. remember that? I think people had massive emotional social connection online in a way that we perhaps didn't before, and we're all much more used to it. Oh, yeah. All right, very good. I'd love to read the book, I guess. Uh, I've been thinking, <laughs> Nikki Pellegrino, take it away. I have been thinking about how adopting a greyhound in August was the best thing I've done in the past year. So I, my old dog, Lucy, we had to farewell her last year and I was absolutely devastated. Yeah. And I think she said to the vet, that's it, no more dogs. Yes. But I'm a writer. I just work at home on my own, writing words excruciatingly slowly. And it's really, really lonely. So oh. I, one day I was failing to write my novel and I got online, got onto the Greyhounds' as Pets website, filled in the form. And next minute we had Harry, whose race name is... Allegro Berkeley, and he is <laughs> Allegro Berkeley. He won some races. Don't oh, no, no, it's a good um, name. I like he's it. He's just the perfect dog for the middle-aged lady novelist because he likes a walk, yeah. but then he quite likes just lying there while I work and sort of he farts occasionally, which brings, you know, it kind of wakes me up if brings I'm drifting joy. off. Brings joy. <laughs> yeah. And also the other thing that is amazing, if there's anyone out there that is thinking about adopting a greyhound, the rehoming agency 
that gave you just incredible help and support. You know, you when you adopt, a, I've adopted from the SPCA and you wave them goodbye and that's it, you never hear from them again. The Greyhound people, um, they have like Zoom conferences with you. You can email oh them my if goodness. you've got a problem. We'll give them on. They are fantastic. Okay. <laughs> They're just wonderful. really cool. So okay. yeah, so I'm just wanting to encourage anyone because these dogs are such characters. And okay. adorable. A Dr. Greyhound, Allegro. Allegro uh, Berkeley. Providing company to write award-winning international selling novels uh, <laughs> about um, whether or not you can fall in love with someone uh, online. <laughs> All right, Ellen Blackman, I've been thinking. So I've got a question for New Zealand um, today. And this all arose as a result of the dreaded Harry Styles concert that was here a couple of uh, nights ago, and I got stuck in the traffic both ways, and it was so much fun. Anyway, um, so I had a bunch of friends up from Christchurch, and it led me to a question that I've often asked but never really received an answer to. And so if you're from Auckland, you're an Aucklander. If you're from Wellington, you're a Wellingtonian. If you're from Dunedin, you're a Dunedinite. Hamilton. Hamiltonian. Nelsonite. Nelson, yes. Mm. What are you if you're from Christchurch? And I asked them this question, and they said, oh, I'm a Cantabrian. I said, no, 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 that's not, no, because if you're, if you're from Timaru, you're a Cantabrian, you know. Are you're you? A, well, you're a Timaruvian, but, you know, you're also a Cantabrian. You know, that's from the whole province. I want to know what the noun is for somebody from Christchurch. Are you a Christchurchian? I mean, it just doesn't sound right to me. Do you know, Nikki? I thought Christchurch Chilean, but then I got a bit exhausted just saying it, so <laughs> it's not going to take off. So this is my burning question of the day, Wallace. There must be some. There must be. There must be a name. The, Christ, the, just Christchurcher. Does that sound just, a bit religious? Really nah, it doesn't. Doesn't sound good, does no, it? No, it does not. It does not sound good. It doesn't roll off the tongue like all of the other ones. So uh, New Zealand, think, I'm in your hands. Do you okay. think we need consultants for this? Oh, right. highly paid ones. Yes, highly paid ones. As Professor Alan Blackman said, New Zealand, uh, we're in your hands, and that means you, the panel across the country. What are Cantabrians really called? You've got your Hamiltonian, your Nelsonite, your Aucklander. And so on. Uh, you're on the panel with uh, Nikki Pellegrino and Alan Blackman this afternoon. Lots to discuss. Stay with us until 5 pm right here, RNZ National. <laughs>